Welcome to the Jeremy Mullins podcast, where we take a deep dive into different educational topics to improve wellness and to optimize performance. I am Jeremy, your host. I'm here with my co-host, Mr. Reno. How's it going? It is going. Um, it is Tuesday. We are rocking. I, uh, it has been a busy beginning of the year. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Now I've already uh, made a few trips for work and personal life. And it's feels like I've already on like March, but it's only end of January. No, no. I, you know, I, I had a conversation with someone today and, you know, it's just really busy at the beginning of um, the year, you know, for me, cause a, yes, it's January, you get it, but it's also, you know, within the app, uh, within the first form app, we do four challenges a year. So my, my year is kind of broken into quarters, right? And the start of every quarter is super busy because people are coming online. We are jumping into the challenge and it's just busy. Like it's part of it. I know it's coming. Um, but I feel like, you know, it, it has been, it has been a sprint these first, you know, three weeks of, of the new year. Yeah, no, I see you posting, um, especially like crazy now since we started the podcast, but it's like a never ending battle. You catch up on one thing and you're, you're stuck on another thing. Between, 100%. So. Hey, speaking about the podcast, for those that are listening, hopefully with, uh, today's episode, we are going to cross the 10,000, um, downloads, for the podcast. So, you know, Hey, super appreciative of that. You know, some of the stuff that you guys are saying makes me happy in the sense of, Hey, you know, we love the short content. We love the directly to the point education. Um, and I know we're trying different stuff. I'm doing just some educational briefs. We're having guests and that's a goal, you know, to where it is educational. We're telling stories in the sense of individuals that have had success. Um, and we're looking to bring more of that to you guys and gals. Yeah, absolutely. Right now I'm staring at it. We're at 8,599 downloads. Um, so we're just right at that fifth, little under 1,500 uh, left to get to 10K. Uh, but no, I appreciate everyone listening. And everyone that is listening, just reminder, um, you do have some free things out there. So we do have two partners uh, for the, the show, and that is Summit Rejuvena Rejuvenation, oof, big word, Summit Rejuvenation Clinics, um, and that's going to get you a free consultation, and they'll work with a local lab near you to get your blood work done and go over your results and all that stuff. So free consultation to you, link is in the bio below, and to include Green Up Wealth Management, uh, that's a free consultation as well. They'll review everything, they'll talk about 401ks, Roth, and traditional, um, and just see how they can help you. Um, again, those are two partners of the show and, uh, we really can't do without them and we really appreciate them. Yeah. And we've got, um, education coming down the pipeline of the difference between a Roth and traditional IRA. And we're going to go into the male and female hormones, looking at what are the symptoms, you know, you need to look for if, if they are, you know, out of, um, optimal ranges. Right. So I'm excited about that education coming up, but today's topic, you know, and conversation that, you know, Reno and I want to have is really we look at the flow of you know how things are going, and we know a lot of our listeners are listening to every episode. Um, uh, some of them, some of you guys, have started your journey at the beginning of the year, so you're on your wellness journey. And it, you know, a trend that I see a lot of times is we start these new journeys, and we're all about it, right? People are getting up early, you know, they're not taking rest days, like they are in it, which is awesome, right? Love to see that. Love to see the action. Um, but I think sometimes what people need to realize, and I, I don't know if this is a social media thing that sometimes like I cringe on, but like you need to rest and take a break to perform optimally. Right. And that doesn't mean I'm not giving you a green light or an excuse to like, you know, take a day off when you don't feel like it. I'm not saying that, 
but I think a lot of people overlook the aspect of rest and recovery when it comes to their training program. Yeah. If I, I love the training regimen that I'm on, but if your training program isn't, ha, doesn't have a rest built in every few days, uh, implement it yourself, but also on the flip side, if it's not programmed in, you're feeling good again, like you just said, don't, don't trick yourself into thinking that, Oh, I can do a two rest days, three rest days in a row. Yeah. And you know, the, what we're going to talk about today is more of what you can do mentally to aid in your recovery process, right? To aid in filling your cup, to aid in being optimally recharged so that you can go hard at things, right? And, you know, I think about this in the sense of, you know, people who get up and train super early in the mornings, right? The reason that people can do that and consistently do that over time is they make the priority to go to bed and in order to get rest and just because it's part of their program. So I see a lot of people that will start their journey and they'll start getting up super early in the mornings, but then they miss out on sleep, right? They're not adding in some of these other things that is going to aid in recovery. And then what eventually happens is, you know, you've been stuck in that fight or flight, you know, for so long that you start deteriorating when it comes to your wellness, right? You know, mm -hmm. so somebody could be right now, they could be quote unquote, burning the candle at both ends on the sleep. You know, they can just be go, go, go without any downtime, any rest. Or like what we say that, you know, the opposite of, you know, fight or flight is rest and digest, right? So we want to have those periods of rest and digest built into almost every day. Right. So it's OK to continue to, to push that envelope, but you would really want to make sure that you're adding in some periods of rest and digest into your routine. So specifically, because I know you do a really good job with this, you know, what are some of the things that, you know, you've worked on as far as bringing in mindfulness recovery into your routine? Um, first and foremost, so my wife gave me this app, um, a free year of this download uh, called Balance, if you're on it. Uh, good for you. That's awesome. Um, but I, I love it. This, this app called balance, it brings in uh, deep breathing exercises for the most part, uh, for morning, afternoon and nighttime exercises, uh, but just doing the morning. So when I wake up, I uh, do coffee, creatine in my cup, and there's actually a, a mindfulness, deep breathing exercise. Um, and it's called like morning Joe or something. And it teaches you to slow down and drink your coffee with intent with deep breathing in between each sip. Um, it's literally changed my mornings. Um, I, I'll be exhausted and I'll start that. And it's only five minutes long. After the five minutes, it felt like I slept for 12 hours um, and I feel completely revived. Um, and then second, really, it's only these two is um, probably three days a week. I'll get up early, go to the gym. And the other two days, I will do them in the afternoon evenings. And then those sometimes flip flop. Um, so that way I'm not always getting up super early. I'm not always going to bed later. Um, there's, there's a huge balance uh, throughout the week. Awesome. And there's a good book out, man. I should have did a little bit more research on it. I think it just is it's either breath work or breathe. Um, so I'll have to get that to you to to put into the the show notes. Um, that is just a great read on the benefits of doing deep breathing. Okay. And, you know, when we start looking at deep breathing, it's really doing a lot of things for us inside of energy management. And when we talk about energy management, like I'm not putting my um, exercise fizz hat on. We're talking about the energy systems in the sense of like phosphocreatine energy system, the glycolysis or beta oxidation. I'm not talking about those things as much as, you know, if you think about being hyped up, right. And if you look at a bell shaped curve, you know, you want to be right at the middle of that bell shaped curve when it comes to excitement 
for things, whether that's a sporting event, whether that is a brief that you have to do, whether it's a podcast, right? Like when you can't be all like super excited about the podcast, you know, and I'm talking 90 million, and you don't even, can't even hear what, is, what am I <laughs> yeah. doing, right? Like, no, you, it has to be clear, concise, but we have to bring energy because on the flip side, you don't want me talking like this for 30 minutes either, right? So, you know, having the right amount of energy, you want to have the right amount of energy for what you're doing. And, and it's been shown, you know, research like deep breathing can do that. And inside the, you know, the military, we look at it as like, you know, the, it's called tactful um, breathing or tactical breathing, breathing, right? But you can also do that for, you know, to, hey, a couple deep breaths right before you do something. How many times have you heard, you know, someone doing that? And what that's allowing your body to do is go back to what I talked about earlier with the, the fight or flight. So when you're in a physical state of fight or flight, this occurs in response of any stressor. And this stressor can be real or it can be imagined, right? And, that, and that's where a lot of people like they go to do public speaking, right? The stressor is the public speaking. It's what they're imagining people are going to think about them, right? It's nothing physical that's going on when you're doing public speaking. It is what you're imagining they think or what could happen, okay? But what you're going to have is you, you decrease digestion. You have faster breathing, faster circulation, increased energy activation, increased perspiration and faster communication between the brain and the body. Okay. So it's not that fight and flight is not needed. You guys can think of situations that you really need fight or flight, right? But this is what's happening. When we're getting up early in the morning on not enough sleep. And we're going to the, the gym and, and we're getting, you know, fired up for those workouts. That's good, right? We have this fight or flight, but the problem is we've got to balance it with the rest and digest. So in that state, we look at rest and digest. It's the physical state that occurs when the body is at rest and results in the following increase in digestion, slow breathing and circulation and conservation of energy. So by using what we're talking about with this deep breathing, it's allowing us to bring ourselves back to this digest and rest stage when most of the time we're in the fight or flight because we're putting out fires, whether that be at work or whether that be with our family, like we're go, 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 go but we want to pull it back and add in some of this deep breathing and, you know, mindfulness, you know, into our routine. Okay. Now for me, the deep breathing, you know, I have always done it as a four, five, seven. So four seconds in five second hold and seven seconds out. I know there are tons of different protocol that is out there for deep breathing that you can use. Um, what I will tell people with experience with this, it is, it's very difficult to do in the beginning because your mind will be racing. You won't be, you know, it is hard to count. Like it is tough, right? As, as crazy as that sounds, deep breathing, something that we naturally do, well, we naturally believe not necessarily do <laughs> yeah. is very tough to do in, in the beginning, but eventually you are able to, to slow it down and do it without even thinking your mind will start to wonder what you do get into that mindfulness mm -hmm state in that standpoint. And and when you say those numbers for people, you they've probably heard it as like a uh, box breathing, correct? Yes. Yeah. So and a lot of times the box is, is how you're breathing, you know, the di diaphragmatic, you know, breathing is also, you know, from that standpoint, you know, how you could do that is if you think about taking those deep breaths is you're going to put your, you know, hand on your chest and hand on your stomach. And when you take a deep breath, you know, they both should rise. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so that's going to make sure that you are getting those deep breath breaths in. And, you know, you can use this. I like to use it and where I implement it in my routine is a, just if something gets stressful, like if the kids are busy or something's going on and I'm getting stressed and I know it, I take two deep breaths. 
right? So I like to utilize it in that situation where it's deep breath in, hold and exhale out, right? Four, five, seven, when I know I'm getting stressed. I've also utilized it in, sorry, utilized it in training. So if I'm going for like a heavy set of back squats, you know, I'll do the deep breaths to kind of get zoned in to where I'm blocking out anything that's in my peripheral vision and then go in and do that heavy set. That's the other second place that I'll use it inside of like a tactful performance way. And then what I've learned, and we haven't had a chance to do our gratitude education yet and the power of gratitude, but I will work this in at night while I practice my gratitude. Because there is a link in the research between practicing deep breathing and doing gratitude at the same time that the gratitude, for lack of better terms, hits better, sits better. We feel it better in that situation. Yeah. And the thing that I love about the deep breathing is I haven't found and it doesn't take you out of whatever you're doing. Um, I don't want to say it's going to like get rid of the anxiety or like make everything better. But the one thing I've realized, and you talked about the fight or flight, um, the cool thing, the deep breathing I've realized is it doesn't really take me out of the fight or flight, which I don't want to be out of. I want to be on my toes for whatever the situation mm -hmm. is. It makes me handle the fight or flight just better. Like I'm able to focus clear. I'm able to just get to wherever I need to get to accomplish what I need to get to within that fight or flight mode. Well, it goes back to the bell-shaped curve like we talked about, right? There's a certain point that there's diminishing returns to the fight or flight. If you're too excited, right? If you're too nervous, you're overexcited and you're shaking, then if we're talking about holding a you know rifle and, and shooting a target, you know, you're not going to be able to do it. If we're talking about shooting a basketball, if we're talking about driving a car, if we're talking about lifting weights, if we're talking about doing a, a brief, it doesn't matter where you're at and what you do for a living. Right. But if you're too excited or overexcited, your performance is going to decrease the same way if you're underexcited. So 100 percent to what you're saying, it doesn't pull you out of fight or flight in those situations that you're using it tactfully short term. It's allowing you to control those feelings. Mm -hmm. Right. Control what the body is doing 100 percent. Right. But also doing it, the deep breathing for a longer session at night. That's where I found the benefits out of it. I see that my whoop data is um, 100%, not 100% better. I'm using that in terms. I see my sleep data is better, right? Um, mm -hmm. When I do my deep breathing at night versus when I don't do the deep breathing at night. I find that I am less um, irritated when I do my deep breathing and my gratitude versus when I don't do that, right? So there's just some subjective things that I've seen out of practicing the deep breathing and practicing the mindfulness for myself while adding gratitude to it at night. Yeah. And I, and I found the book that you were mentioning, but even in this app, uh, the book, any practices that you find on YouTube, you're going to find that a lot of those deep breathing exercises are longer in the evening because you don't want to try to fall asleep with all that stress on your shoulders. You're not going to fall asleep. You're not going to have good sleep. Um, and even in the balance app in the mornings, they're typically, you can make them as long as you want, but they're like two minutes to five minutes in the morning. You just get going. The night ones are 20 minutes, 10 minutes, an hour long, uh, sessions just to get you to kind of slowly uh, fall asleep and get into that calmness. And by no means are we saying like, you got to start with 20 minutes because you'll see that it's no. tough, right? You know, but the the thing that we want you to look at and think about is, you know, this is a free resource, right? Breathing is something that you just have to slow down and take the time. But I understand and I see this, you know, when I'm working with clients, like people are stressed, right? And you're always going to be stressed, guys. And what I mean by that, you can, you can become better at handling it, 100%. And I think this comes with experience in life, right? And, you know, I make the joke all the time and on social media, you know, I do this about every quarter. And 
like the social media influencers out there that are 21 years old and, you know, they haven't lived life yet. And, you know, let's just say you got a 21 social media influencer and she's, you know, telling, you know, a 34 year old mother of three that works two jobs that that we all have the same 24 hours in a day. (laughs) Yeah. Granted. Yes. We all have 24 hours. I get what you're saying, but when you're 21 years old, when I was 21 years old, when you were 21 years old, you don't have the life experience that you have now. And the things that stress us out at 21, 22 years old wouldn't stress us out now. That's part of life. That is experience, right? And, and a good analogy I always like to use for this is the first breakup. You know, like your high school sweetheart, your first breakup, like it was terrible, mm-hmm. right? Like you just yeah. feel bad, like, cause you don't know how to handle it. It's just something that, you know, like you don't know, but as you go through life, you learn handle how to handle stress better, but we're always stressed. And I think that's where, you know, working in deep breathing for myself has probably been the one of the biggest things that I have done in order for me to handle stress. And as I like to say, wash it off, right? Be able to wash off that stress that you have on a daily basis. No, it's, I, I like the way you were saying it. Um, it's like, um, I never thought of it that way. That's, I like that a lot. It's more so, um, I always think that the deep breathing or whatever I'm doing, like, oh, it's not necessarily getting rid of the stress, but uh, in my head, it's getting rid of the stress, but it's more so I'm just managing it. Um, I'm, uh, yeah, managing it. I like that. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, I think if you if you attack it, and we always talk about with stress, like stress is generally because we don't attack it, right? Yep. Versus if we attack it, we handle it, and then we wash it off, then you're able to start the next day, right, fresh and, and go at it. And I think that's the reason that most of the books, right? will recommend, you know, or people who practice deep breathing will recommend to do more of it in the evening, right. To wash it off. Right. And then a short little, you know, quote, tactful, um, deep breathing in the morning or a one or two tactical, tactical breaths that you can take, you know, at any time. Right. Yeah. Um, and the last education point on this, you know, before we just kind of like, Hey, tell you guys to go implement it is if you think about, you know, energy management, controlling that energy, you know, controlling, Going back to that bell-shaped curve, not being too excited, not being underexcited, you know, is you can enhance the control of that through deep breathing. You can regulate your physical state, you know, thinking and your emotions to perform optimally by doing breathing exercises, by tactfully doing one or two breaths when you need it throughout the day. Also with this, yeah, it's going to increase your efficiency, right? So doing your deep breathing causes your body to use your energy more efficiently. We all want to be more efficient, right? I made a social media media post on Monday talking about like one of my goals is to become very efficient during my day so I don't have to bleed over any of my work into what I consider my family time, right? So just becoming more efficient in general. So if we can become more efficient with our energy, then the better we're going to perform overall. Yeah. The other key yeah. I want, sorry, no, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, you're good. Go for it. The other key I want to say is like, hey, it takes practice. Guys, you're not going to go out and like, be a perfect deep breather and and feel all this stuff out of it just by doing it. What I would ask for you is to commit to doing it right two to five minutes a day for at least the next four weeks. Okay. So that's kind of the take home action item is, Hey, commit to practicing deep breathing, doing some deliberate, deliberate. There we go. I'll get those words out today. Deliberate deep breathing two to five minutes for the next month. Okay. Knowing that it takes practice, knowing that, you will get better as you go. And then the last part of this is when you're looking at mindfulness, it helps with self-regulation. So by doing deep breathing, you're helping to self-regulate your emotions and your feelings during times of stress or just 
to wash it all off at the end of the day. Yeah. And, and my last thing at work at, at in the household, um, no, everyone is going to look to the strongest person in the room and who's the strongest person. It's going to be the calmest, the quietest underneath extreme pressure. And I think you're going to find, um, after four weeks of doing it, you'll keep doing it, but the deep breathing exercise is going to make you the calmest person in the room, uh, during the stressful times. I love it. How I do it guys. If you want to practice it is, you know, once I have, you know, showered, went down for the night, um, you know, I sat down and I just start doing the deep breaths. I do a four or five, seven. Once again, there are multiple protocols that you can do. Um, so it's just four seconds in a five second hold and a seven second exhale. Right. So think about, you know, one, two, three, four in, you would hold for five and then exhale out for seven. And then as I do that, once I get kind of lost in, you know, thinking about hearing the fan inside of my bedroom, thinking about whatever I'm thinking about before I go to bed, when I kind of get lost in that, that's when I'll start, you know, thinking about the things that I am thankful for. I am no different than you guys, right? You know, we talk about this all the time. Like, you know, we, we complain about first world problems. We catch ourselves complaining about first world problems. Um, and then we look, you know, to this practice of gratitude to really put things in perspective, right? Like my kids are healthy. Like they don't have any health problems. I have a roof over my head, right? All the things that we unfortunately take for granted sometimes, those can be the things that you're grateful for. And I can tell you what, you will find more things uh, that are positive in life when you practice this gratitude with the deep breathing at night. Couldn't say it any better. Absolutely. Awesome guys. Hey, I like this topic today. It's short. It's sweet. I know we didn't get into a lot of the, the quote science of deep breathing, but I think, you know, once again, you can grab a book, you can read it. Like I am not a PhD or a specialist inside of it. I just, you know, speaking kind of from, you know, the heart and personal experience, you know, and then same thing for you, Reno, with the the app that you're using and the morning routine. Like these are things that have benefited us in the sense of allowing us to balance that fight or flight. And we would encourage you to do so also until next time i'm jeremy he is reno